0: Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to crashplan.com/bossproject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's crashplan.com/bossproject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Welcome to part 4 of our four-part series all about the biggest transition Boss Project has ever had. Now, if you have not gone back and listened to the first 3 episodes, this is going to feel really weird without that context. So I definitely recommend that you go back and listen. Now, please forgive me because this is my very first in 762 episodes, my very first solo episode on the podcast. And I don't quite know what to do with myself. I have recorded Facebook Lives, Instagram Lives, TikToks, hundreds of course videos, and coached many times solo but I've never produced a podcast completely on my own. So I'm feeling a little bit anxious about doing this for y'all, but I know it's going to be a ton of fun. I can't wait to fill you in on all the details. But before we jump in on where we're going, I need to tell you a little bit more about where things started. So many of you have heard the story time and time again about how Emily and I ultimately developed Boss Project and the conversations that led to the beginning of this company. But I want to take you back a little bit further and, and share a little bit more about my original background. So I spent the first part of my career, which at this point has been half my career. I spent half my career, you know, doing something else and half my career in Boss Project now, which is really wild. I've been working more than 16 years of my life at this point, which is honestly, so wild. But the first part of my career was primarily in the design space. I was a graphic designer. I worked in higher education. I worked in corporate. I worked behind the scenes in an engineering firm, at an agency, in the financial space, all sorts of things. right? But ultimately, my background is in design. And that's had a huge influence on how we presented ourselves over the last eight years at Boss Project. So many of the things that we've done have had an influence because of the design background that I carry. And it's definitely had an influence in the products that we've ultimately developed. Obviously, for those of you who are familiar, the Creative Template Shop is almost entirely design-based products because it's really critical and important to me that you guys feel confident in presenting yourselves, not only online, but with your clients behind the scenes. And with all of that in mind, I've kind of wondered... What would it look like to continue to have a bigger emphasis there moving forward with Boss Project? But before I get into where we're going, I do also want to talk about a really important aspect that fueled some of the most crazy parts of how this company developed. So, for those of you who may not remember, I started a Facebook group before Emily and I even started working together. And at the time, it was called Think Creative Collective. There are definitely OGs of you still listening to this podcast that remember that group. And it has since turned into a community of almost 30,000 creative entrepreneurs, which is honestly bonkers to me. But I remember sitting on my couch before I'd even talked to Emily about what this might look like. I remember talking to my mom, and she knew I had recently left my job after being laid off and was trying to build my own business in this online world. And I was mostly getting local clients, but she said, What do you want to do? And I told her I really wanted to build community. And she looked at me like it was absolutely crazy, which is not the first time my mom has looked at me like I was absolutely crazy, but I really questioned, what would it look like to build community? And at the time I was craving space where I could feel seen and heard because as a female running a small business, I felt like I was in the minority all the time. All of the spaces online were primarily men and they were primarily in businesses that didn't look or feel like mine in any way. And so that's what started What is now the Boss Project Facebook community? But I've also been curious going into the future, what does it look like to create community moving forward? And it has me curious about the technology changes and change in user behavior. Now you more than ever have left Facebook. And I'm wondering, what does it look like to really develop community now and moving forward? And that's definitely top of mind as I think about where we're going from here but I do specifically want to talk about the last 24 months. Okay. In the last 24 months, I have been in a completely different world. You know, we've talked about every six months over the last eight years, it feels like we each have Reiterated and iterated and changed and developed a new version of what our role looks like at this company. But for the last 24 months, I've been almost exclusively in the finance and sales side of the company, which has meant creating spreadsheets and tracking client invoices and thinking about company benefits and hiring and HR and our sales process and all of those things. But it's also meant that I have been really out of the marketing game. And I've been so head down in perfecting our sales process. I feel behind. I'm not going to lie. I do feel behind now more than I ever have because marketing is in the most rapid change I have seen in my entire career. Things that didn't exist six months ago are now massive companies that are making big changes. Even with the release of threads, what was that a week ago now? It's maybe two weeks ago for you listening to the show. There's over 100 million users on an app that didn't exist two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. That is the craziest evolution I have seen ever. And I am trying to keep up. And so I am thinking about all of the new tech and the new AI tools and the new social media, and really thinking about what are the tools I personally want to use to accelerate this business moving forward? And where do I want to put my time and attention? And I'm sure many of you are wondering the same thing. There's changes in economy, there's changes in marketing, there's changes in the technology, and where do you put your focus? And I don't necessarily know the answer for me just yet. I have lots of opinions on what I feel like you can let go of, but I don't necessarily know what to embrace. And so this is for me a huge season of experimentation because I haven't had to think about marketing in a very long time. And it's really interesting to dive in and see all of the options that are out there. Cause I used to be thinking about sales pages and funnels and emails and social media content. And I simply haven't been for two years. And so I'm excited to dive back in, but if you see me doing a lot of different things, it's because I need to try and test things. I need to get my feet wet and I need to see what it feels like to be in that driver's seat again. It's going to be so good, and it might look a little chaotic from the outside looking in. But trust the process, guys. We've talked about experimental mindsets before. I'm not going to be going crazy over here. I am going to be doing things that are focused, that are intentional, and are also just going to be a little bit fun. Now, the other thing you may not realize is that while I have been focused more on the CFO part of my role here at Boss Project... There has been a lot going on outside of work that has been super challenging, like so challenging, perhaps the most challenging portion of my life. I thought having a traumatic brain injury was going to be the hardest thing I ever did. And the last three years have been so much. And I know they have been for so many people as well. You know, the pandemic came out of nowhere. And in March of 2020, I think we all questioned what our life was going to look like. And in many ways, we're kind of back to this new normal. But in so many more, I don't feel like many of us are the same person we were three years ago. And for me, it's not just about the pandemic. In the last three years, my parents ended a 40-year marriage in a very messy, very painful divorce. It was incredibly hard to watch, witness, and be a part of, frankly, because these are still my parents, even though I'm an adult. And I didn't spend much, if any, time talking about it here because for me, it felt like it was their story and not my story to tell. But it did affect me, and it did change my perspective on so many things. It allowed me to reprioritize. It really allowed me to assess my relationships and where I wanted to spend my time and attention. But it was super, super disruptive. Also, many of you probably know that simultaneously in the last three years, we've taken on a bigger role as caregivers. And in 2020, we made some really radical changes. So the pandemic started in March. On September 14th, which was my birthday, just so you know, Jared's grandmother moved in with us sight unseen. It wasn't planned. She had broken her eardrum and she couldn't hear anything. She typically would have worn hearing aids, but while her ear was healing, she wasn't allowed, which simply meant that she was in a very risky home situation. She wouldn't be able to hear if a fire alarm was going off, if the police were knocking on her door, Or if the alarm was going off, cue her to take her medication. And in the past, when she'd been off, you know, she had a lot of problems living on her own. I remember a few years back that she overdosed on her own medication because she had forgotten that she'd taken it because she's been suffering with Alzheimer's the last 10 years. And we have been a big part of her caregiving journey the entire time. But things took a turn in September of 2020 when she moved in. She moved into our old house. Within three days, we had decided she was never going to move back home. She was 93 at the time. And our house was simply not suited for her care. You couldn't get a walker comfortably down our hallway. The bathroom had no room for handicap accessible bars and her stepping into the shower was the scariest thing I've ever witnessed. I was sure she was going to crack her head open. And in less than a week, we had decided not only was she going to live with us until she passed, we needed to buy a new home like yesterday. And three weeks from when she had moved in, we had already put an offer on what is now the Fawn House. and we put our house up for sale. It was literally so insane. And prior to this, we had not even considered really taking on her care full-time. My husband had left his job in, oh, I want to say July of 19. So he'd been home almost a year and had been working at her home three to four days a week, part-time to take care of her. In addition to taking care of a lot of things at our house as well. We knew she needed more care, but we just didn't anticipate the concept of her moving in. But here's the thing. We were in the peak of COVID and at that point, putting a 90 plus year old in a care facility was literally a death sentence. And the concept of doing that to someone that we care so deeply about did not seem responsible or even an option for Jared and I. And so we took on her care without question and without much thought and didn't really know what it was going to look like. And for the last three years, we've been her primary caregivers. Now, for sure, this has definitely been more Jared's job than it has been mine. But as her needs increased, so did the need for me to participate in her day-to-day care. And with her struggling with Alzheimer's and dementia and losing, you know, aspects of your life over time, things that are seemingly simple to a lot of people became big chores in our life. We would spend 45 minutes a day just on trying to get her to bed. You know, we Help brush her teeth and make sure she washed her face and went to the restroom and helped her change her clothes and tucked her in at night. And there was a season where we had to get up in the middle of the night every time she woke up because she was such a fall risk. Now, without getting too much into the weeds of everything that happened, she ultimately needed a lot more care since the beginning of this year. And she fell about three months ago, and broke her hip. And she moved in to a care facility, long-term care, where she would never walk again. And she ultimately passed about a month ago. And it has been so challenging to be so involved with someone's intimate care every single day, making sure she eats, bays, goes to the restroom, is clothed, is walking safely from place to place and then eventually when she couldn't walk was getting the care that she needed. You can imagine how much of a massive distraction that would be from running a company. But we built this business with the focus and priority on family and life first and and that didn't change in this season for me. And so I'd work during the day and at night I spent Three quarters of my evening focused on her. And that was a lot. <laughs> and I'm really worn out and I have way more gray hair to show for it. But in so many ways, with her passing and ultimately with Emily stepping down, I am in this completely new chapter of my life. You know, my mom's in a new house, my dad's no longer in the picture. All of these things simultaneously, like, Coming to fruition at the same time is so wild and definitely means that this is the start of something new. Want to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. But it's also the start of something new with so much more space. I'm no longer caregiving for someone full-time. I have a very quiet house, which used to have 10 to 15 people coming in every single day because we had a lot of help. It wasn't just us. We had a hospice and lots of extra caregivers and so much help. And I'm so grateful for that. But our house is really quiet now. And I have way more time to work on work. But I am trying to figure out what's the balance. And what does work and life look like? And both feel different. And it's really interesting to assess where that's going to take me moving forward. Now, I would be remiss to talk about the future of Boss Project if I didn't take into account what's currently happening in our industry and in online business in general. And... I know many of you are so hyper aware that companies are shrinking. tech companies are laying off people in droves. Twitter is in their biggest demise ever. Staffing continues to go down. Hiring is slower than ever, and we are seeing companies in this industry close companies that you thought were gonna stay forever. People are changing course and changing priorities and It's been really rattling because while I definitely was part of the first recession in 2008, I, you know, came out of school and kind of the things starting to get better. You know, I finished school in 2011 and trying to find work then was really hard and really challenging, but I wasn't building a business then. And so it's really different now being part of a different economical shift? And how does that affect business now and moving forward? And how do you create safeguards and sustainability and focus on the future? And I know that innovation is the most critical piece, right? AI (laughs) possesses both the biggest threat and simultaneous future potential of any innovation of technology I've seen in my lifetime. and. Ultimately, we're at the beginning, and companies and people are going to sink or swim. And I'm here to tread water until I can figure out what stroke I'm taking, right? I want to take off in this environment, and I know so much is possible, but I know I have to be paying attention. And if you're not paying attention, Man, you gotta wake up, guys. You have to wake up because things are shifting. They're shifting faster than I've ever seen before. And I'm sure that's true for you too. And I think when we come to times like this, it's really critical that we learn from the past, not just our past, not just our previous lessons, but also the lessons that are in front of us, available to us, available in history, right? Because history, Is likely to repeat itself. How many times have you heard that? Right. And so the thing that comes to mind for me is comparatively speaking, Apple versus Blockbuster. And I know all of you are already shaking your head, right? But in so many ways, Apple has innovated time and time again. Have they innovated as much recently? You know, that's up for debate. But ultimately, they have attempted time and time again to be innovators, to be thought leaders, to be at the front of the pack. And while they may not be successful every time, they're still in business. Blockbuster, however, was really convinced that one technological change was not going to affect their business. And they put their head down and they tried to make decisions based on what had worked for them before. And they did not innovate fast enough. They simply didn't. They took their time. And ultimately, <laughs> that led to their demise. Netflix, as an example, was a company that started as mailing you DVDs through the mail. And now they're one of the biggest online available platforms out there. Now, it may not be your favorite But they innovated in a time of technological change. And so I am absolutely thinking about what threats does AI pose and what potential does it give Boss Project and the future of this company? And I'm assessing those things all of the time and continuing to look around. Now, I have no shortage of ideas about where to go from here. Ideas have never been the problem for me. Now, while I would definitely consider myself a more business minded person rather than an entrepreneurial minded person, which has absolutely served me in the long term for how to implement and make decisions, because I can make a decision and run with it and stay the course. But right now, being entrepreneurial and being experimental, I think, is more critical than ever because things are changing so quickly. And so while I plan to do many things. I am the least married to them that I ever have been. So while what I'm about to share is definitely my thoughts and ideas for where to go from here, it's not the playbook. It's not the exact roadmap that I plan to take. It's the plan today. And I'll continue to assess next week, next month, 90 days from now, and at the end of the year and see if it still makes sense. Because Things are changing so rapidly, I have to keep paying attention. Now, what you may have noticed is that the last two years, we've really focused on our products and offers. For businesses that are already booked out and are already incredibly successful, the incubator is definitely for that business owner that's consistently booked out and making five to twenty thousand dollars months. And our C-suite on-demand program, which started as the mastermind, is for companies making you know fifteen to sixty thousand or more a month, and they're looking to build a team. And in so many ways. Those products have been thoroughly developed and I am so proud, so proud of everything they have done for businesses. We've seen people make radical changes. I've seen Bonnie go and make 60K in six weeks. I've seen people leave their corporate job and start their business and get booked out in less than two months. I've seen people double and even quadruple their businesses and their time working with us. I've seen people make their first hire, their next hire, their fourth hire. I have watched people make radical changes to their pricing and feel really confident about their new sales strategy. I've... Seen people really hone in on what's important to them. I've seen people protect their time, make better boundaries, all of the above, right? And I am going to continue to focus on the incubator and C suite on demand because I know the power that it possesses and what it can do for people that are already seeing so much success. But here's the thing my mission has always been to help more FIM founders reach financial freedom and create a business that supports them, not only financially, but soulfully, and allows them to focus on themselves and their families and their life first. And that's only possible if we start at the the beginning, right? Because Everyone falls on a spectrum. I see so many of you who are just at the beginning, who want to leave that corporate job or have so many ideas for how they could move forward, but are afraid to take the leap. I also see people that are getting started and are excited and, you know, maybe they feel really confident in making the sale, but their leads have dropped off and they need to get unstuck. I see people who, want to jump and they are scared because they don't have the confidence in their sales process, or perhaps they feel disorganized in their project management, or maybe they don't know the legal or financial aspects necessary to run a business. And those are all really critical pieces to get someone to the point that, they can make a responsible income that provides for their family and creates the future that they're looking for and gives them the ultimate freedom that they're after, regardless of what that financial number is, because it's so different for everyone. Like I've seen clients be super successful, confident, and feel covered completely making 60K a year. And I've seen others that want to build half a million dollar, quarter a million dollar businesses and make 200,000 plus themselves, you know, and everywhere in between. And there's no right or wrong answer. But if y'all are going to fall on a spectrum, I have to make sure that I'm helping you progress and make sure that I am doing everything I can to help in the development of people along the way. So the incubator is not going anywhere. And if you are already seeing yourself booked out or consistently making at least $5,000 a month, I'd love to have a conversation with you. You can book a call with me anytime. You just need to go to bossproject.com slash incubator. And I'd love to hear from you. Or if you are already seeing yourself be super successful and you're ready to build a team, then definitely pay attention to when our next... C suite drops. But for those of you who are before that, right? Maybe you haven't launched yet, or maybe you aren't sure what you need to know about the financial side of your business, or maybe you're not sure what you need to know to like file the right forms to make it all legal. I am definitely thinking about you in this season, and I have a lot of ideas. For how to get you started and unstuck and get you more leads and all the things in between. So, so many ideas. I won't give away too much, but know that things are coming and in the works. Now, the one thing I do know for absolute certain is that we have incredibly exciting changes coming for the Creative Template Shop and our co-op membership. Like, So exciting. So, buckle up. There is a sale coming soon. If you listen this far, I'm going to give you a little bit of a preview. We are going to be promoting the Creative Template Shop. We're going to be giving you a sneak peek of the new version, Creative Template Shop 2.0, that's coming in September. I know I said it. We're going to be rebuilding the site from top to bottom, providing better UX and UI, better searchability, new templates, so much more to come. But it's definitely going to have a little Christmas in July celebration. So stay tuned. We're going to be having a little sale later this month, and I'm excited to get you guys in and definitely be paying attention because we're going to be doing some of the most epic giveaways in the history of Boss Project for those of you who dive into our annual plan. So for sure, for sure, be paying attention. It's going to be so, so incredible. Now, I am always thinking about acceleration. And in this new season and in this new era, so to speak, I definitely want to be thinking about where we go from here. We've been so head down. And how do we serve the people that are already here? for the last two years, which has been such an incredible option. And I don't regret any day that we spent that time and made that focus because it benefited the people already in our circle. But I know for us to really fulfill on our mission to help more women in business that we need more visibility. And that is something we were really good at at the start of this company and something we focused on a ton at the beginning. And it's become less emphasized over time. Now, I will say, for me, there's a combination of why it's been downplayed over the last few years. One, I wanted to prove a point. (laughs) And I'm a stickler for proving a point. I wanted to prove a point to the service-based businesses in our circle that you do not have to be posting every day on social media. You do not have to be putting yourself out there on all these different channels to get booked out or be successful. And that has been so true. Boss Project had its biggest year ever, biggest year ever in 2022. And that was with (laughs) very poor, (laughs) very little social media action. Like, We were not posting much at all on our Instagram and definitely not doing things to grow that audience. We also didn't do much, if anything, to grow our email list. We just focused on serving the people who were already there. And we had the biggest deer we've ever had. We have the biggest team we've ever had. And so for me, it's definitely not about that because at this point, I feel like it proved my point. But I have to pay attention to our mission. And if I'm going to help more people, I have to be willing to put myself out there. And so while it doesn't apply to every one of you listening, it is my desire to impact more businesses. And so I do plan to pump up the volume a little bit on social. I got to burnt out. I'll be honest. I worked my booty off on social for so many years And for those of you who followed me personally, you saw me post every single day until I didn't post anything for almost six months. And now it's been almost a year and I barely post, right? But I'm ready to change that. I've gotten the rest I needed. And for sure, my life is different now without the need to focus so much on caring for others. And so I'm ready (laughs) to put myself out there. I'm ready to try new things. I'm ready to go a little crazy. And I know you guys can expect more from me on different platforms. Like I said, it's going to be an experiment. So if you start to see me do a lot of one thing and then it completely falls off, it's not a lack of consistency. It is simply me trying things, measuring and moving on. And so don't be afraid By those actions, I'm just trying things and not worried about it. I also plan to be guests on more podcasts. I plan to participate in more summits. I plan to take on speaking engagements and be more visible. I definitely want to travel more. I'm definitely going to be out in the world. But I also have things that are so much bigger than that on my mind. Like everything we've talked about so far has been essentially the next six months. But I have big ideas about where to go from here and definitely one product that is for sure coming that I haven't told you a thing about like at all. And you're going to be both surprised and very, very, very happy when it comes to fruition. Probably, probably January. I don't want to commit anything yet because Caitlin will kill me. (laughs) Now, I do want to talk about some of the ideas that I've maybe not shared here. For years, I've tossed around scaling a more specific, well-defined service, almost like a SaaS, but still having it be a service. I've tested a couple of things still on my mind for sure. I have got at least half a dozen ideas or more for various software companies And definitely thinking about whether that's the right direction to go from here. But the one that feels the closest and the most like within reach that I know is coming and I just don't totally know what it's going to look like yet is putting more of an emphasis on research. Ultimately, I have this like science, engineering, statistical mind that I am ready to put to use, okay? Both my parents were engineers. Uh, They definitely wanted me to be a scientist. I thought I was going to go to school to be a surgeon, but here I am in a sales and marketing company in a lot of ways, and I just know so much more can be done with quality research. And I'm obsessed, like obsessed with the studies done by Harvard Business Review, with companies that are focused more on innovation than sales, like OpenAI. And I know there is simply not enough data on women in business. There just isn't. And I want to fix that. And I want to be at the forefront of fixing that. And I'm really freaking excited about doing that because women in business deserve more visibility. They deserve more access to funding, more access to proper financial things that are going to unlock doors for them. But a lot of that isn't possible without proper documentation and representation. And so I'm really thinking about what can I do to provide more data for women in business to equip them with what they need to thrive. Now, I have to be focused (laughs) for sure internally you know, as much as I'm talking about all the things I want to do for y'all, it's really important with my ambitious ideas that I ensure that the choices we make are in the best interest of our staff and in the culture our company has built. There's always going to be a continuous focus on prioritizing family and life first. And that's not going away because I have seen time and time again, how necessary it's been in my own life. And I do not intend to take that away from my staff. And I want to create a company that does not have the expectation of working after hours or on weekends. And I want to create a culture where our team is loyal and as passionate about our mission, as passionate as I am, they want to support you. I know our current team does, and I want to continue to build that moving forward. And making sure they feel supported, my staff specifically, on their own life is absolutely critical to me. Like more than you can imagine. I absolutely cannot wait to see where we go from here. And this journey, we're going to go on together. And I cannot tell you how exciting it is to be in this place and to continue to work alongside of you. Because all of you mean so, so much to me. You have brought so much joy to my life. And many of you, many of you have been there for me personally when life got hard. Like, you have no reason or need to support me, but you have been there for me. The amount of times I've got DMs cheering me on, sending me prayers, like, ugh, it has been so critical. Now, with that being said, I want to continue to have your support. And so I got a couple pieces of homework for you if you will oblige me a bit. If you aren't on our email list, now is the time. There's going to be a lot of things coming to your inbox that I do not want you to miss. And while I do plan to do as many updates as possible on the podcast, our email list is definitely going to be the most thorough place to get all the details and updates. So if you either aren't on our email list or you were at some point and somehow unsubscribed at some point, I need you to go to bossproject.com slash sign up. One word, bossproject.com slash sign up. Put your name and email in and I will make sure that you continue to get updates. Now, if you, after listening to all of this, are like, dang, like I want to work together. Okay, I hear you. You can definitely book a call with me. I'd love to have a conversation. All of our calls are with me directly. They have been for a long time and that's not going anywhere. So if you're interested in working with the Boss Project team, you can go to bossproject.com slash waitlist, whether that means you're interested in the incubator, our strategy intensives, or maybe you have a big web project build that you want to talk about, bossproject.com slash waitlist is definitely the place to be. Now, I did mention that I'm going to be trying a lot of things. And one of those things I'm going to be trying is on my personal channels. Now, many years ago, Boss Project on Instagram was my personal Instagram. And I made my own, there's a whole story and lots of details behind that. But Moving forward, I definitely want to try some things, and it would mean so much to me if you took the time to follow me personally in addition to Boss Project. So, if you don't already follow Boss Project on Instagram, please go do that. But if you could also follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads, all three of those platforms, I'm at Abigail Says, and it's A B A G A I L S A Y S. A B A. It's not ABI. Abigail says on all three platforms, I would so, so appreciate it. Now, if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, left a rating or review, now is the time, my friends. We need your support and you have no idea how much it helps. I know our affiliates and advertisers really appreciate it. And we would love to continue to put out free content. And so part of that is making sure that we continue to support this podcast. So thank you guys so much for your time. This was just a sneak peek of what's to come. And I can't wait to continue to update you. I have a lot more in store for you. So pay attention and we'll chat super soon. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our Creative Template Shop Membership